0: G'day guys and welcome to another episode of the Australian Dads Network podcast and really excited to have you guys here and listening to this episode that we recorded for, uh, for you, the dads, the Australian Dads Network and anyone else who listens because this obviously is public, anyone can search for us and listen, how good's that but for you dads, for you this is uh this is an, an epic conversation that i had with uh with rodney bridge who is the founder of uh, an organization called side effect and he we talk about we talk about drugs we talk about um the importance of early intervention we talk about how you as a dad can start that conversation with your kid and this is all based off of um rodney's own firsthand experience with um, with the loss of his son Preston, who died at the age of sixteen after taking a, a synthetic form of LSD, um, which is called Twenty Five in Bohm. and I didn't know about this until uh, until we started this conversation, or until I started doing some research into into uh, this conversation. And, and and Rodney obviously talks a bit more in detail about it, but it's really important that we. That we have these conversations, and I know we haven't touched on on drugs uh, as, as as much on this um, podcast, and we don't really talk about too much of it in the, inside the group either. But it definitely is something that we need to start talking about. And Rodney is uh, it has become uh, an expert in it um, as a result of, of his son's death, and and he has been on sixty minutes uh, presenting his story. He's gone over to China to speak to the people that um, that. Bring in this drug, and uh, and that affected him and his family so much. Um, so it's a, it's a, it, we had a really good conversation. I'm really honoured and grateful that we got uh, to have this conversation, and um, I hope that you guys get some some value out of this and and start the conversation, whether it's with uh, your partner, yourself, whether it's with the community, um, your school, whoever it might be. Um, start the conversation about drug education early intervention um being proactive instead of reactive is really important in this space so listen up um sit back and grab yourself a coffee and uh, this is a really really powerful episode hey rod thanks for joining us on the australian dads network podcast mate how you doing
1: yeah going well mate you know saturday morning it's nice and sunny in perth and uh yeah, looking forward to a bit of a bit of a day, and then um, with a bit of a break for Christmas coming up, hopefully.
0: Yeah, nice one. And we were just talking a little bit about uh, about your your day. It's, it's gotten a little bit busier because you've uh, you've had to increase the the size of your workplace because of a, some new employees and whatnot. So there's lots uh, lots happening within uh, within your realm of of work at the moment. So. Before we jump into some of those finer details, I think um, it'd be good to get a bit of a, an understanding around who uh, who you are and and some of the work that you 're doing now, and then we can we can dive deeper into some of the the, the conversation
1: yeah, sure mate well well firstly i 'm still just a dad um, trying to make a difference with uh, you know with what goes on in this world, um, as you know you know that losing uh, losing Preston back in two thousand and thirteen put me on a bit of a mission to um, to educate and uh, you know create awareness about the dangers of synthetic drugs, and uh, you know, I didn't expect it to be big as what it's become. But um, yeah, yeah, you just you just take it as it goes. And every day, mate, we get busier and busier. You know, drugs don't pick and choose, mate. They're uh, they're out in the marketplace, and people need to be made aware of it.
0: Yeah, and that's so. You're you've started as a result of uh, as a result of um, Preston's death in 2013 you started the organization called side effect and so what is some of the what is some of the sort of overview that you uh, that you guys do at side effect i know there's, a, there's quite a few of you guys working there now what's uh what's what side effect um doing day to day
1: yeah well we started off we started off uh, just
0: educating kids in classrooms at school in in
1: secondary schools and, and all of a sudden we realized within a matter of months that the side effects are you know, going to be a lot bigger than what we anticipated. We uh, you know we started off doing lectures in the first year to schools, and I think we reached about seven, seven and a half thousand kids in the first year. And uh, last year we were proud to say that we got to one hundred and five thousand students, uh, and that's face to face. So I don't think there's any program out there in this world that uh, you know that can get to the masses like that. But we did off- identify one thing that when we're doing the presentations. It's based on a real true story. And the true story was about the death of Preston and, of course, my little uh, escapade going overseas over to China. So, you know, the true stories resonate and we identified very, very quickly that that one of the biggest issues we have, especially in the regional towns of Western Australia, is that the parents at the same time need to be educated themselves to have that that real conversation with their kids about drugs. And, you know, as I, I say in the media a lot, you know, how, um, you know, when a child's born into this world, it wasn't the child's choice, it's the parents. And uh, unfortunately, some parents, um, you know, go about it the wrong way. But reality is, you know, it's your job as a parent to, to teach your children the difference between right and wrong. And uh, how can you teach your kids the difference between right and wrong if you don't know yourself? So it's very important that we not only um, educate the kids, but at the same time, the parents get educated also.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a really good point and a great uh, a great mission because you know I suppose there's there's a there's a lot of parents out there that are that have you know experienced uh, various things in their lives and and do you feel that you know parents who have experienced say like there's you know a a bunch of people a bunch of parents that have experienced drugs use abuse in the past do you feel that that is enough in itself to consider yourself experienced I suppose to be able to teach your kids about the harms of drugs um is that a conversation that that you feel is is appropriate or have things changed over the last you know sort of 10 plus years that that what that parent might have been using 10 years ago now it's it's a different world is it
1: Mate, you're 100 on on the mark there look you know just from Preston's death I mean I you know when Preston died he he'd taken a a research chemical drug called 25 IM Bowman which no-one knew about at that point in time, especially in WA. Um, You know, over the last 10 years, drugs have have changed. They've gone from synthetic to research chemical to all sorts of things. And the reality is, mate, no-one really knows what these drugs are made of. So that's what part of our education is. You know, we don't go into schoolyards and and to parents and say, you know, no, don't take drugs because that would just be a stupid thing to do because kids won't listen these days like that. Mm -hmm. So we go there with just a simple message. What drugs are, what they're made of, and what the outcome is going to be if you take them. So it's a, it's a very simple message, but a powerful message because, you know, there's three hundred ninety eight research chemicals that are manufactured out of China, uh, and reality is, mate, you know, no one knows what's in them, no one knows the strength or, the power of them, and uh, unfortunately, mate, ten years ago we didn't have this issue. Um, we've got it now with especially with one called fentanyl. You know, fentanyl killing people all over the world in America, I think 64,000 died last year. The reality is it's not a real fentanyl. It's a, it's a research chemical version of it. So parents have to be made aware of it. And I'm, I'm sure in the old days, the parents that smoked a little bit of uh, marijuana or, you know, had a little ecstasy tablet, mate, it, we're living in a different world now. It's, it's nothing like that anymore. And that's the danger of it.
0: mm but yeah i I never heard about that two five bone until um, you know looking on your website and it was mentioned there yeah the the fentanyl stuff i 've seen some some videos on on YouTube about it, and it looks horrific yeah it's so so where do you where do you guys as far as side effect? How do you guys get that information? Because for me, it should be information that is, um, and maybe it's just because I'm not researching it or not looking at the the, the particular pages or whatever that are, that are giving that information out. But where do you go to find that information about what is what is out there?
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot of websites out there. I'm I'm lucky enough to have a relationship with a with a chief scientist of a testing laboratory here in in, in Perth and. He updates me all the time on the things that he's detecting in the mining sector, mm. um, and and the research side mate's pretty easy if you if you really you know obviously there's a lot of sites that uh, that, are, that sites you can go on that people actually have forums, mm. so I quite um, I spend a lot of time reading what people's comments are and and you know unfortunately you know in this day and age mate you expect to see positive comments but I reckon ninety five percent of people that have experienced these research chemical drugs. Um, all their comments are negative and and, and they talk about the the side effects and and what the problems are. So, you know, know, I've been very critical of this government in Australia about not getting on the front foot when it comes to drug education. You know, every single time I speak to a politician or I speak to a minister, it's always the same thing. Early intervention education is the way to go. But reality is, mate, no one's doing it. Um, And that should be highlighted everywhere. Uh, You know, we get accused sometimes It's side effect by being fear-based, not evidence-based. Well, Mm. you know, evidence is we got to 105,000 kids last year and the testimonials I've had from parents to say, you know, thank you so much. My kid came home, you know, yesterday from school and instead of grunting and throwing his school bag in the corner of the room and opening the fridge door, uh, all they wanted to talk about was the presentation that they saw and what they learned. Mm. Uh, We also do parent nights. um, And when we finish the parent nights, I have a queue of parents wanting to talk to me and most of them are going. I didn't know that. I knew nothing about that. Well, mate, that's that's an indication of that's that's how we've got to go. We've got to educate people and uh, bring it to the forefront and and be be proactive, not reactive. And, and reactive is the one thing I hate.
0: Yeah, that doesn't work for very much, does it? Um, you know, it's 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 about um, especially as parents community members it's about being informed isn't it and, and being yeah. able to have those appropriate conversations at the right time obviously um i've got a five and a three-year-old at the moment so these conversations are probably um the detailed conversations are, are a bit away from me hopefully but yeah yeah you know, it's just about setting that foundation of of i suppose setting the foundation of, of having trusting conversations and being able to be there for them when they are ready to have that conversation but then yeah. in the next you know in the next 10 plus years yeah, I feel like I should be staying up to date with this stuff too and, and keeping myself informed to the point where when they do decide to dabble in drugs at some stage, then at least I, I'm informed and I can have that conversation with them if things go a bit pear-shaped or they're starting to say that my friends are, uh, have talked about this, you know, and, I, and at least I know where to go to find that information.
1: Yeah, of course, mate. And, and, it's, and it's, it's important that you actually have knowledge. I mean, knowledge is, knowledge is powerful. Um, you know, and as I said before, how can you have that conversation if you don't know yourself? Um, and, and kids are, you know, kids are pretty smart these days. You know, they can work things out and, you know, they know the difference between right and wrong. But you've just got to teach them and explain to them the dangers of things and the reasons why you keep away from it. So it's, it's a pretty simple concept that we do. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a very common sense person. I look at things and analyze it and go, well, what would I do? And how would I have that conversation? And I, you know the parents I speak to go. The difficult thing is opening up that line of communication by talking about drugs because, you know, the kids are whatever. You know, yeah, yeah. So I know whatever, but reality is, man. You know, you can't have that conversation if you don't know. It's, mm. it's pretty simple.
0: Yeah, and in the last uh, in the last few years, have you? So you've been traveling around for quite a while now and doing these presentations and and communicating with with different uh, stakeholders in the community. Um, youth to parents to um, you know I'm, I'm assuming to politicians as well yeah. you know do you see any difference in substance abuse between the cities and the regional areas and the remote areas I know where I'm, I'm based up in Caratha, so we're, we're they call us a city but we're, we're still regional uh, and you know I'm, I'm involved in a lot of activities in, in the remote parts of the Pilbara and the Kimberley and you know I'd I sort of I wonder what the differences are now because I don't get down to the city very often. Do you notice when you're travelling around that there's a difference in, in what's being used, um, the education that is available or not available when you're doing these trips to, to the regional areas?
1: I do, mate. I just, I just came back from Kalgoorlie about a month ago after doing uh, a week there. We did 11, no, 13 presentations up there um, and it was the most uh, horrific thing I've seen in a long time, just in just the conversations I have with the parents up there and and, and the school students of just what, what substance, what substances they're actually consuming. Um, you know, and I don't mind saying it on your, on sort of your podcast, but look, you know, one of the biggest issues in Kalgoorlie now is a, is a product called WD40. All the kids are putting this stuff in bags and sniffing it, um, to get high, uh, only because yeah. the paint's not available. So in Kalgoorlie, for example, and the, you know, and we're talking about, you know, areas that are that are populated with a lot of Aboriginal people. Um, but it didn't didn't matter where we go, mate. It's it's always all across the board in the southwest. The biggest issue down there was marijuana, um, but in two of the country towns we went to, one of the biggest issues at schools was meth. So mm. it's all over the place, mate. But unfortunately, it's it's so sad to say that. Um, you know the regional towns are decimated. A lot of them that we went to, it's just it's the talking in the town about the stuff. And you know sometimes I go there and, and, and they treat me like a rock star because it's like, oh, you know, thank God someone's doing something about this. Because the problem is kids won't listen to school teachers. So teachers trying to teach education about drugs, um, substance abuse, or sex, the kids don't take it serious. But but when you go in there and tell a true story and and the story resonates with the kids and the parents because this could be you that it happened to. That's the thing. Um, and it's, it's, it's based on a true story. It, it, there's no, um, you know, we don't, we don't shortcut anything. We just go straight for the throat and say, this is, this is, this is my life. This is what's happened to me. And it's destroyed my life. It's destroyed my daughter's life. And just, you know, you wake up every morning, you think, you know, what am, what am I going to do today? It's just a hole. And the more you can try and express that to the kids uh, the more it resonates and and unfortunately you know i've seen programs out there in the marketplace at schools and you talk to the kids and they just don't work they just don't work and you've got to, you've got to tell a true story based it and 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 a true story of someone 's death um, you know they, they 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 take notice of it
0: yeah the there's i mean there's something about the emotion around uh a program like this and a conversation like this to school students and, and parents, especially that can, um, that can really make the impact more so than, you know, it's good to have the, it's good to have the evidence, you know, practices around and, and studies that can sort of amplify what, uh, what, you know, whoever's trying to give that information out. But I really think that you're what, this, definitely, the success of your of your uh, programs and, and conversations with students and parents and and teachers is is definitely from the emotive point of view. And we just, as humans, we 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 resonate with that more, don't we? We've we've got the heart, and we we feel it inside that this is this is important. We need to listen.
1: Yeah, like, mate, it's like watching a like watching an American-based movie and you go, oh, that wasn't real and it wasn't. But then you look at something like our program and, you know, they get to meet the real person that actually suffers from it every day. Um, You know, and and I think there's some empathy, there's sympathy, but at the same time, I mean, when we do our our talks to the kids, we don't just talk a lot about drugs, what they are, what they're made of, what the outcomes will be if you take them. But we go that one step further about the buddy system. Look after your mates when you go out, Um, the legal aspect of it. You know, as I say to a lot of the kids, you know, if Preston had survived his accident, Preston would not have been been charged with the offence of taking this 2 5 But the person that got charged was the kid that gave it to him. And mm-hmm. he ended up going to court over it. Um, and he suffers every day of his life because, you know, he, he thought it was cool to, to buy this stuff on the internet and, you know, give it to his mates. And then all of a sudden, you know, one went pear-shaped and, and now he's lived it for the rest of his life. So, you know, sometimes in the classroom, when I do the kids, I, I say, which is the most popular boy and girl in this classroom? And they point them out, and there's the two of them. And I said, Oh, can you leave the room for a second? And they walk out, and then I say to the kids, how would you feel? You're never going to see them ever again, because that's what happened, and that resonates with them greatly because they realise now, oh boy, that, that that is something, you know. Mm-hmm. And now there's many tactics you can use with the kids, but as said before, they're pretty clever these days, mate. So. Going with a big stick and saying no, don't take drugs it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's it's gonna take anything. If you're gonna experiment with anything and and they will one day in their life, then just know what the hell you're putting in your body and and be aware of it. That's all.
0: Yeah. So that that's would that be one of the biggest tips that you can I think we've touched on it a couple of times now, but just to clarify, would that be, you know, just, just being informed, being educated, knowing where to find the details. Um, when your kids are at that age where they could be experimenting, is probably the biggest tip that you can give to the to the dads listening to this.
1: Look, absolutely, mate. Look, I mean, you know, as I said before, knowledge is powerful. You know, the kids need to be aware and and, and be armed with knowledge. And you know, it's very difficult in this world, you know, to try and establish that. You know, oh, okay, oh, it's not really that dangerous. You know, who cares? I mean, I've seen it on forums on the website where. You know, TV stations have done a story on 25I or APVP, which is synthetic cannabis. They talk about buying it online in China. And all these people come back and, you know, make comments like, oh, thank you so much. You just showed me how to buy it. Oh, thanks very much. I didn't even know that existed. You know, I'll try it. But reality mm. is that's not the truth. These people are just being, you know, I call them smart asses. Yeah. yeah. But, but what you need to do is you need to say to the kids, Hey, knock your socks off! If you want to go and buy it, go and buy it. But guess what's going to happen to you if you take it? You know, if you think somebody out there in this wonderful world of dark web is actually supplying drugs that's that's, that's good for you, then uh, you know they wouldn't be they wouldn't be doing it. They only do it for money. Um, reality is, mate. We, we we just don't know what's in these products anymore, and and that's the dangers of it. And you know, yeah, that's it. That's just the dangers
0: of it yeah so do you have any besides any uh, of those those smart asses on the on the, the forums and stuff, do you have any um, sort of pushback from say the politicians and stuff that you that you would approach to get this program out to, to more and more kids obviously it's probably more so around the the word of mouth around the schools that they're spreading that and saying you need to get these guys here to your school to your community but do you have any, do you have any pushback from from anybody <laughs> You know sort of in the the halls of parliament or anything because it's you obviously you, i would I would assume that there's some in there that would be having the similar kind of response to some of those uh, those guys in the forums yeah,
1: okay, well I think since last time we spoke, which was a month or so ago or a couple of months ago, um, a lot's happened since that we've just been we've just been given federal funding from Minister Greg Hunt, who's the Federal Minister for health in Canberra. Um, and he's given us funding to design and implement the first online digital module in relation to drugs and the dangers um, at schools. <laughs> so, um, to make it sort of cut it short, it's like a, it's 12 modules that the kids will get access to. Um, so, we're in design stage and we'll be launching this in March, come April this year, oh, sorry, next year. Um, that means it'll be accessible to every single school student in Australia for free. And it's it's very much about the Preston story. It's about the drugs. It's about the presentation that we do. But it's in a digital format. But the beauty of it is we've got three angles that we work on. Number one is the school teacher or the sports master who delivers the health program. He does that in the classroom as a classroom um, assignment. But the most important one and I and I'm going to be pushing them strongly is that to make an assignment so that the kid has to go home to from school and he's got three weeks to do the module with his parents at the end of it the parents get to sign on one side of this beautiful certificate and that certificate gets taken back to the school by the student and then the uh, and then the, the teacher does a workshop with all the students in the class so we would anticipate that within 12 to 18 months, we'll get to over 2 million students with this, with this model.
0: Bloody hell, that's impressive. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it goes one step further than that because I don't sleep very well these days and, and my best thoughts are about 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, we're also developing a thing called the Alert App. So so any of the, the public that are listening to this podcast of yours, it's... um. It's, a, it's an alert app that you'd be downloading on your phone. So when you do the module, you download the app. And I can only use Preston as an example. Preston took a product called 2.5i M-Bone. It was a 10 mil by 10 mil white tab, and it had the singer sigh uh, face on the tab. And uh, Preston took it. Um, six hours later, he hallucinated, mind-altering, psychoactive, and jumped off the building. Now, the police did a search warrant on the boy's house the next day and he uh, handed over tabs that he had left over. They took images of it. They tested it through the chem center and it came up as a two five by research chemical. So I thought about this and thought, well, what's the best thing for harm minimization and creating an app that every single time a drug appears in the marketplace, the chem center, the local police, the state police, the federal police, can actually send us an image of it and a quick description. We then upload it onto the app, and then every single time we upload anything, the push notification comes up on the kids' phones that have registered. They uh, have a look at it, and it will say, "You know, this is a 2.5 IM bone, it's just taken someone's life in Scarborough in Perth two days ago. If you see this in the marketplace, don't touch it. The beauty of it is, we'll also have another section that if parents find things or things appear at a festival or in the social area, people can load it. So my, my um, the wonderful thing in this world is I'd love to have, have a situation where you have 200 kids at a gathering and all of a sudden 180 phones go off at the same time to say, you know, this is a purple pill with Elvis Presley's face on it. It's a research chemical. Don't take this. Um, I think it's an absolute winner. And it just shows that, you know, jump on the front foot, and try and make a difference and, and uh, make people aware of the dangers. That's, that's how minimization at its best, mate.
0: Yeah. And it's just that proactive instead of reactive comes to mind then too. Yeah. It's, absolutely. It's, 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 and it's hitting kids where they, uh, where they are. It's, it's an app. It's on their phone. It's really handy to get to. And it's, yeah, it pops up and, and just gives them yep. that alert. I think that's a great idea. And, yep. um, yeah thanks for waking up at four o'clock in the morning to come up with it. <laughs> right, i do that
1: all the time mate. No yeah. Worries. Yeah. Um, yeah. i think that's
0: uh, i think that's great and i think uh, you know while you're telling that i'm thinking oh how else can you get that out there um so it's not just the kids that are doing your programs it's you know it's being shared with community yeah. organizations around the country as well so yeah um yeah definitely it'd be one that um that i'll be following for sure and uh, yeah. And and seeing how we can we can help um, at least in the the northwest here, uh, in the in yeah. the organisations that I work for and work with, definitely uh, keen to help you with that. Well, mate, we're um,
1: um, we're, we're coming up there in March, up through, yeah. um, I think we're doing Karath or up through all the through all the Pilbara. Excellent, um, which is being sponsored. So if you want any of the schools or communities to get involved, uh, mate, you can quite easily um, you know let me know and we'll make sure that we visit. And uh, if any of the any of your listeners out there um, you know want us to go to any of the schools that they've got kids at happy to happy to visit the school and it'd be it'd be a free service cuz it's it's going to be sponsored by the mining companies and by some some very good philanthropists down here in Perth
0: so yeah Excellent. We do have we do have quite a membership base up in Pilbara, so we will definitely yeah. um, we'll share that out with the guys once this one goes live Absolutely. and and um, and and try and get a, a good uh, a good representation for you guys uh, when you come up yeah. and um, yeah maybe even catch up for a coffee or something and 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 have yeah. a bit more of a chat. That'd be great. I mean, it'd
1: be loved love to do a um a community night there where you can get all the parents and students at one location, whether it's the I would know, local football club or, you know, somewhere like that. And then we can do a presentation and, you know, as I said before, mate, open that line of communication and let's talk about the about all the issues.
0: Excellent. Done. Let's let's we'll talk about this offline and we'll we'll get something Absolutely. sorted. Absolutely, 100%. mate. Hundred percent. That's awesome. So I suppose the 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 thing now is to is to give some um some more indication for the uh for the dads listening around what would be available for them now if they were if they were listening to this? What would they be able to go and uh, find? So you've got obviously your website over Facebook and, and other uh, areas like Instagram and whatnot. Yeah. What's um, if if guys are really uh, have really this is sort of um, you know pricked their ears up and, and they're like oh I need to go and uh, find some more about side effect and uh, maybe there's some yep. some people that can help get you to their school or to their community. How can, uh, how can they do that?
1: Well, there's a few ways. Well, well, firstly, as I said, the website. The website's got a lot of information on there. Um, but if they want to see about the research, especially the one that I specialise in, which is the research chemical side, if they want to see more about it and how it gets manufactured and how it gets sent and what the kids get up to, um, you know, you can go on, uh, I think, just straight on Google. Just, if you just type in Preston Bridge, um, China, um, up comes many, many articles from around the whole world. From Perth, Sydney, Melbourne, and then China, um, Korea, and it and explains a lot about what these drugs are all about. Look, mate, it's not just the it's not just the taking of the drug, but it's the it's the sneaky and disgusting way that they actually get it get it delivered and how you purchase it. Um, that's that's the part that scares me the most. Uh, in China, I was lucky enough when I went over there the first time. I went back with sixty minutes, and I'm not too sure whether there's a lot you've, you've read a lot about it. But um, the Chinese government um, really took it on board, uh, so that the second trip was sixty minutes. We went to um, it went to air about two weeks after we did it, and um, within three months, the Chinese government had interviewed one hundred and fifty five thousand people. They arrested twenty one thousand. They uh, they banned one hundred and sixteen research chemicals from being manufactured. They blocked five million social media sites they shut down 1500 factories and 248 websites and it sounds really good and really impressive but the problem is mate with these research chemicals they just change the chemical structure by five degrees and it becomes a new product again Mm. uh the last i looked i think with the 60 minutes when it went to air i think it it, i think it got to 1.2 billion people worldwide so quite a massive a massive we did a massive dent in the actual manufacturing process, but mate, with the dark web they just go underground now and, and you know, start all over again. So um yeah. So there's so if you go on any of those sort of articles and read it, you can read up about it. And then then when you read the articles from the people like the Global Times or the, the China Daily News, it actually has links there that you can go on to. So it'll, it'll link you to a site that will talk more about what the drugs are and what they'll do. And look, I mean, I I don't talk a great deal about meth and about marijuana and ecstasy. I mean, everyone knows what they are. The problem is now that your dirty little drug dealers out there are manufacturing and mixing with research chemicals fillers. So in the old days, you would have ecstasy, which is MDMA. What it is now is you can go to festivals, you've got MDMA, um, and that's only 25% MDMA and 75% of one called MDXX, which is a research chemical filler. So you know, you just don't know what you're buying these days. And you know, I just I just laugh when you see things like the Silk Road. You know, I've been following that saga for ages. He's been arrested and locked up for two life sentences. But these people sit there and go, oh, you know, buy drugs over the internet from my site because you're guaranteed good quality. Well, how would you know it was good quality if you don't make it, you don't sell it? Mm. <laughs> it's just a just a furphy, mate. And I you know, and I just think, as I said before, and I keep harping with it with parents that. Not knowledge is, is is precious, and the more knowledge you have, the more discussions you can have. Uh, like like people talk about synthetic cannabis, and you know kids say, but you know, but synthetic cannabis it can't hurt you. And I said, you know how much cannabis is in it? Huh? None, not one bit. Synthetic cannabis is manufactured with a PVP research chemical and acetone. They mix it together, they spray it on herbal plant, they dry it, they shred it, and that's what you consume. Mm. well i don't think you have to be einstein to work out is that you you don't you don't breathe in or smoke or inhale acetone pretty simple Mm. um so you know those sort of things that you know parents have to be aware of and you know when you have that conversation
0: with your kids you can say that and if you can't say it if you don't know it pretty pretty simple yeah good message be informed and then have that conversation Uh, it's yeah. it's, yeah, extremely important. And yeah. on In so many areas of parenting, isn't it? <laughs> the more, you know, it the more right. you can have those confident conversations and, and open and, and honest conversations, I think are, are what's really yeah. important.
1: And, and, and don't be scared about it. Don't go in there and say, no, don't take drugs and lock them in a room or ground them for a month. Um, talk about, you know, why, why they want to experiment with it, who else is doing it, you know, and the dangers of it, you know, it's, you know, it's a very simple message and, the, and you, you, you're seriously in a stage. You've got to become one of your mates. I remember talking to three big burly blokes up at, um, in Rio Tinto, mine place called Yandy, and I was up there doing a presentation and I had one of them say to me um, towards the end, he goes, look, he said, you are, you, you're up here talking about drugs. He said, but honestly, he said, how do I communicate with my, with my 16-year-old back in Perth? And I said, okay, well, tell us how the conversation goes. He goes, oh, I just uh, ring him and say, how are you going? All I get was, yeah. So what have you been up to today? Not much. How's school? Yeah. I said, well, mate, how about try something different? I said, next time you ring up, how about say to your kid, out of 10, how was your day? He, what do you mean? I said, well, out of 10, how was your day? Oh, it was a seven. Oh, why's that? Oh, I had a math exam today and not too sure how well I went in it, you know. Well, when I, when I get back, I said, you know, we'll sit down and we'll have a look at it. But, you know, well done, mate. That's, you know, at least you're having, having a crack at it. And I said, after you have that conversation at the end, you say to your 16-year-old, so ask me how my day's out of 10. And I said, and I want you to respond back with, it's a two. Oh, why is it a two? It's because I'd prefer to be back in Perth with you than, being, than working up here. And I said, that is the way that you communicate with your children by allowing them to, to, to get off their chest what they want to talk about instead of just cutting it off. And, I mean, I had so many stories from wives who have got flyer fly husbands who say when the husband comes back, I just want him to go back again because he comes back and wants to take over the house. And, you know, I've been putting up with the kids for two weeks. Mm. You know, so I said, you've got to have that rapport with them and they, they, you've got to become your best mates. And Preston and my daughter Amy and I, we were like best friends. You know, we'd just clown around all the time. And that's just the way you're going to treat it. And sometimes, you know, they they you know they fall they fall through the gap. And um, yeah, and sometimes things happen. And in Preston's case, mate, if if Preston hadn't died at the scene from what he uh, what he did, and he hit the fence where he where he fractured his skull, I mean, um, you know, if he would have survived, he would have been called a hero by his mates. So, you know, it's just. Things in world in this world made us strange, and you know you've just got to you just got to roll the punches and, and, and do the best you can.
0: So, how how about you? So, you know now you're doing all this work for for you know for giving uh, education to to school students, parents, community members, and stuff. How do you manage this day to day? You know, obviously talking about oh, Preston all the time. Um, like you said, you you, you struggle with sleep. Um, yeah. How do you look after yourself,
1: oh, mate? You know, said before, it, it, every day. People say that time heals, but I tell you what, whoever made that up, they're lying. Mm. Um, it's a struggle for me, um, but you know, my my um, my ultimate goal in this in, in my world now is is my daughter Amy. I look after her. She's um, she hurts a lot. Preston and Amy were like wingmen; they just loved each other. Um, with me personally, um, you know, I get the satisfaction of knowing that I can go out there and talk to students and parents. And, and I can talk about Preston pretty openly now and easy. When, when I started talking about Preston personally, it was a real struggle. But talking about the dangers of drugs, um, I find it very easy to, to, um, to communicate with kids now. And I, like, I enjoy looking at their faces when they look at me and they're thinking, boy, this guy knows what he's talking about. Or are they thinking... I feel so sorry for this man and this could happen to me and my parents and my brother or my sister. So struggling, mate, I'll I'll always struggle. I don't think there's any cure for it. Um, Preston was one of those kids, mate, there was a a friend of everybody's. Everybody loved Preston. And, you know, I suppose at the end of the day, mate, you know, you you sit back and you think I I wonder what he'd be doing today. You know, would he have finished his law degree? Would he have done what? I, I don't know. They're the sort of things that hurt, but, at the same time mate you you got to sit back and think of the happy things you got up to and there's a there was a lot of them there was a lot of happy days that we had so you know we just um we we think about that a lot and I catch up with Amy every week she'll ring me out of the blue and say can we go have a quick dinner and and she'll sit there and have a little tea in her eye but you know we change it to you know some of the stupid weird things that Preston used to do and and um you know you just got to get on with get on with it and you know, if I didn't have Side Effect going and doing all these presentations, mate, I don't know where I'd be today. So it's a tough one.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Well, from from I haven't experienced one of your um, your presentations, but we have had this is our well, second conversation now. And um, yeah. yeah, I suppose from from my perspective and anyone who has experienced one of your conversations uh, and and presentations, yeah, thank you for the work you are doing with Side Effect because I think. Um, it, clearly there's a need for it uh, i know up here in the regions there's still a need for it and i'm, I'm really glad that you're coming back up here in, yeah. in march and um yeah for anyone else who hasn't uh or for anyone else who's in a, com- in a position within the community that's listening to this now that has the ability to um to persuade somebody to to get side effect uh, and rodney up to have a conversation where it will have a presentation wherever you are whether it's a school A community um, group whatever it might be um, definitely get onto their website sideeffect.org.au and that's s-i-d-e-f-f-e-c-t.org.au and um, and just yeah get in contact with them so that they can get uh, get over to you because the more people that can experience this um, this story and have conversations around um, around this is is going to be the better for us and our kids in the future so Rodney thanks for your time mate really appreciate it no, and um, is there any 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 final words that you'd like to leave the uh, leave us with uh, today
1: well mate it, we we have our, our mission statement which I just say to the kids all the time and the parents and you know you've got one life and you've got one choice just just make sure you make the right choice that's all uh, and and knowledge, knowledge is power mate the more you learn about this stuff um you know i i say a lot you know Meth amphetamine is what I call an epidemic. And I get accused by by government by saying, you know, you shouldn't use that word. But reality is when you've got, you know, well over 400,000 people in Australia on meth, um, it is an epidemic. I don't care what other people think. Um, And all this research chemical stuff I talk about, mate, in five or six years, meth won't be around. It'll be all this stuff. So the more we learn about the dangers of these research chemical drugs now, the, a lot better arm we're going to be in the future with, with knowledge.
0: Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's keep pushing with side effect. Let's keep getting you out there and so keep the education up for us parents and, and yeah. and hopefully we can make a, make a difference uh, yeah. on, on most of the kids around the place. Um,
1: sure, mate. I've been looking forward to coming up and, uh, and meeting you and, and love to, go to all the schools and maybe have some community nights and, um, you know, just get, the, just get the awareness out there. That's, that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, 100%. We'll, we'll definitely I'll, – I'll send you an email and we'll try and uh, – all the gaps that you've got where you think you might be able to take a little breather and a break, we'll fill that in with something hopefully and, sure, mate. <laughs> and yeah, uh, cool. make it, make it really worthwhile. It's called it's fishing, called, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh, we will probably if you if you got time, we'll probably be able to find someone to take you out on a boat. Absolutely, oh, be, more, be more than more than happy to do that. I
1: can do a presentation on the boat if they want.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea. Yep, I'll go to that one. <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> All right, mate. Cheers, Rodney. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday, Thanks, mate. mate. I'll speak to you later you on. Too.
1: Thanks, mate. See ya.
0: See ya. Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you very much for sticking around and listening to this episode with Rodney Bridge, the founder of Side Effect Australia, and what a powerful story and and some really simple takeaways uh, from that, which is you know start that conversation early, be informed, educate yourself around the drugs that are in the market at the moment. It's really important that parents, teachers, community members rally around the kids inform ourselves about what's going on because knowledge and awareness is the most important thing uh, when we when we're talking about drugs that are in the market at the moment or in future markets it's really important and and I really appreciate you taking the time with us today for more information on um, I know I've said it earlier already but for more information on on side effect you can get their website at sideeffect.org.au and that is s i d e f f e c t dot org au and uh, i really look forward to having more conversations with uh with you guys uh, around this uh, because it's, it is important and for anyone that uh wants to have more conversations about this then please shoot us a message or uh or get inside the australian dad's that we private dad's only group and just ask around in there let's start the conversation let's get the education and uh and let's make an impact on this positively this is also the last episode of the podcast before Christmas. So, sending you guys the best wishes for Christmas, and to you and yours. I hope you have a great time. We have put a put a cover photo up onto the onto the Facebook page, and also onto the group uh, that has some twenty four seven support numbers if you do need it. If you are struggling during this Christmas period um, for various reasons, then please reach out. Uh, if you if you are struggling and in urgent need, please call triple 000- zero. Or Lifeline on one three triple one four. Um, if you do just want to have a conversation with someone during this time, then reach out inside the Australian Dad's Network private group. You know we're there to support you, and you can always shoot um, shoot us a message if you need to as well. Uh, we're here for you. Take care. Have fun. Presence over presence is the hashtag that's going around at the moment. So be present in everything that you do. Um, focus on the people that are around you that care about you, and look after yourself. We'll see you in the just before the end of the decade. Because we'll have one more episode, I think, before we have the end of the decade. And uh, and and I'm looking forward to that one. So take care, guys, and we'll speak to you soon.